Hi guys and welcome back to Sorta of Kinda Besties. So my name is Huey and I'm representing the fuck that generation. <laughs> my name is Max Blade and I'm representing the couldn't be me generation. And if you don't know what we're talking about, you have to listen to our last episode, which was our first episode. And this mm-hmm. makes it our second episode. So catch on up. Exactly. And the reason why you guys should stick to listening to our first episode and continue listening to every episode is so that you guys get the references we make. Yeah, because we are one of those people that, you know, Jump we back. have a lot of callbacks. Oh, so, we do, we do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it's not like how you can watch a show and be like, oh, well, you don't have to watch it in the You didn't miss nothing. Yeah, no. you don't miss nothing. This one, you're going to have to listen. Sorry. So stay tuned every time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So today is a very difficult um, topic that we're going to discuss, sort of, kind of. Mm-hmm. And... Um, We're going to be talking about breaking up. And I understand that both of us have recently had some breakups. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we're going to record this show because it's very, like, dear to us. And we're going to have to be very vulnerable to actually do this. And I understand, Huey, that you recently, recently just had your breakup. Yes. Huh. You know, I don't. You, I know yeah. you had a few breakups. I was gonna say, I was but like, I hope you know which breakup I'm talking about, because mm-hmm. you know, you know, Gen Z, y'all all, all, all over, over the, the place. place. Yeah. But the one I'm talking about is you breaking up with your name, Huey D. Um, when you introduced yourself in the first episode, mm-hmm. you said Huey D. Mm-hmm. And then shortly after we recorded that episode, you were like, um, I'm not going by Huey D anymore. I'm going just by Huey. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, well, I guess you're breaking up with that name. Yeah. So moving forward, you're going to be known as? Huey. Just Huey. Just Huey. Yes. Okay. Um, so why did you break up with Huey D? You know, if we're being completely honest, Huey was always a name like that was going to stay in the podcast. The D just came from... The D. <laughs> the D. Not the D. Okay. Um, but no, the... The Huey D came from my middle name, which okay. is Danny. Okay. Um, and in the way my name is set up, like my first name is my name, but my middle and last name is literally my dad's name. Like his first and last name is my middle and last name. I took everything he got. So I just wanted to have Huey just be like my own thing. Like I felt like I was just adding the D because it was part of my middle name and I thought it might sound cool. But then every single time I asked myself, like, why is that part there? I'm like well that's my middle name but your middle name is like your dad's first name and I just kind of wanted to like push and separate myself from that Mm -hmm. and I just thought you know what I'm gonna just keep it Huey it's very simple it's still a part of my name but it just has a more like nickname me you know what I mean it kind of seems a little bit more comfortable to myself so I was like I think Huey is just the best route to go and I didn't want to not associate I don't want to say that but I kind of didn't want to no no that's right I didn't want to associate myself with my middle name or my last i just wanted my name my name do you feel okay well i can't even i don't want to put it well let me ask do you have like an emotional like thing about your name you know like whenever you hear like my name you know max lane is actually a mixture of my mom and dad's name Mm -hmm. so i'm forever going to know that's 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 where the reasoning or the yeah so even if i just go by max it's like ugh, yeah 
my dad's name. So is there like a ugh when you hear the D part? It is. To be honest, because my name Hewitt itself means life, or my name means life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I love the name behind it, the meaning behind it, and that's something I'm good with. But I feel like when it comes to my middle and last name, it's like, that's literally my father's name. Um, I don't know. Like, I just feel like I don't want to... I don't want to carry that meaning behind it too long. I understand like if I'm filling out a form and doing different things, you know, you got to put all those informations with it. Mm-hmm. But I think as far as like doing a podcast or something that I personally am like pursuing, I kind of just want to stray away from that and just keep it as Huey or keep it by my first name and okay. kind of disassociate with the rest, the middle and last name. Because I feel like that's his, his name that was given to him. Mm-hmm. That's his thing. <laughs> so I'm going to let him keep it during those times, I guess. Yeah. So was it like during while we were while we were recording, was it is it went did it come up at that time or was it like afterwards you started thinking about it cuz you know how y'all are, Yeah. You, know, you start thinking about things and replaying things and you're like, "Man, that's exactly what happened." That, no, that's exactly what we do. We kind of like think about something we said or we did or we just kind of let our brain go crazy, but I feel like it was when I was listening back to the audio, the oh, podcast. Okay. And I heard that, hey guys, this is Huey D. And I was like, ooh. And I was like, yeah, no, as much as I try to brush it off and be like, no, like it can rock with me or like it'll, it'll settle in. It didn't really settle in. And I was like, I'm not going to force it to settle in. Because obviously if it's bothering me or if it's something that's kind of like itching at me, it's not something I'm comfortable with. So I'd rather just drop that part and just keep the first part. And then after I started saying Huey, Huey, and I was like, you know what? We can rock with this. Yeah, because even when we were discussing our names for the show, yeah, you know, we we went through the mm-hmm. just the D, and then yeah. we put D E E, and yeah. you know, we even had a a, a vote. <laughs> we know we did. We messed around with the all possibilities of spelling yeah. it out, different things, and I think I was like, oh, like this is a cute little, you know, thing to it, little word. And then uh, after I like listened back with me saying it out loud. Like, as we were recording, and I put it out there, and I was like, oh, no, this ain't it. You even went on one of our pages and removed the I D. I did. You removed the D on all our platforms. I, I, I went on our Instagram, our TikTok. I deleted it, and then I texted you, or I, I don't know what I did, but I, like, let you know. I was like, hey, by the way, yeah, just let you know. It's just here. We were rocking with it. Yeah. I and you're like, like, okay, oh, cool. Okay. <laughs> I, I was like, okay, because we went through the whole, well, Huey D sounds too much like Mama D. Or like with Polly, the D-E-E. I was thinking about Polly D. Yeah, yeah but first when we were doing the D-E-E, because yeah, yeah, yeah. I really wanted you to put the D-E-E, because I thought yeah. that was cute. And you were like, no, I don't want to be like Mama D. Mama which D. is nothing yeah. wrong with Mama D, it's just, you know, you hear Huey D, Mama D. And you associate them together, and it's like, it, you know, subconsciously, that's what you think yeah. about. So, yeah, and then we went to, okay, just straight D, then you are like, oh, that's kind of like Paula D. Polly yeah, D. Yeah, Polly D, yeah. But, no, I think now, just Huey. Mm-hmm. It's perfect. And plus, that's my nickname outside of the podcast. Yeah. And that's what people who are close to me call me. So I was like, it only makes sense to just keep it like that. I got you. I got you. I see. Okay. So yeah. I guess it's my turn yes, to talk about please. my recent breakup. Yes. And I had to break up with a part of myself that feels like I have to be a strong black woman. Mm-hmm. So I am no longer thinking of myself or referring to myself as a strong black woman. 
I want to be mediocre. Um, the strong part, I've only had to be strong because I had no choice. Mm -hmm. And I think for a lot of other black women who are strong, we have no choice in the matter, especially, you know, being a single mom and going through all the financial stuff that I went through. And everyone's like, oh my God, you're so strong. I'm like, bitch, I have to be strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you yeah. think, you know, being homeless three times and sleeping in and out of a car and having to, you know, try to find money for a hotel stay just so we can wash our ass. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I had mm -hmm. to be strong. I had to be strong to go to work. Even, even though the whole thing is I had a job. But I just didn't have money to get an apartment, mm -hmm. you know. So it's like I had enough every week to pay for a motel. So it's like I had to be strong. I had a kid that, you know, I had to be strong for. But I didn't want to be, you know, and trying to just make it and try to just. I just been living in, I feel like, in a survivor, survival mode mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, for this. And since I started saying, you know what, I'm tired of being strong. I don't want to be a strong black woman anymore. And I'm just going to just be mediocre. Yeah. And I, I, it hasn't been a year yet. And I just feel like, yeah, I just feel better. I don't feel as stressed. I don't feel like, you know, things that like, if I can't make something happen, I'm okay with it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm not, I'm not trying to do like everything. Like when I would, you know, before I found a job, I had to do Uber Eats and I had to do Instacart. And I was just like, oh, let me go do some more stuff. I tried to do TaskRabbit mm -hmm. and this and that. And I was just like, why am I doing all of this stuff? Yeah. When I'm just, I'm just making it with one of these gigs. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not making extra. I'm just like, however much my bills were that month, I probably made a dollar over that. Mm -hmm. And had a dollar in my pocket, and I was okay with it. Mm -hmm. And so I was just like, "Yeah, I just this this strong black woman stuff is it's not for me anymore." So I had to break up with that part of myself. Mm -hmm. One thing I would, I guess, it's kind of like a comment and a question wrapped up in one. But do you think that that strong black woman that is created or exists strongly does that make? that woman like overly independent where it's kind of when it's time to be, I don't know, submissive is the word or mm. like, you know, like does that, is it, is it hard to like transition from like that strong black woman to being able to be like, okay, I'm submissive. Like I could, is it, is it a hard transition? I don't know. That, now it's not harder, Okay, but I feel like looking back at my relationships, I was such a strong black woman and, and independent that I didn't allow my partner to be my partner. Mm -hmm. You know, no, I just no, looked at yeah. it. Well, I'm going to, I've been doing this by myself. I've been doing it independently. Mm -hmm. And I've gotten with people who were okay with that. Yeah. They caught in. It was like, well, you was paying everything by yourself. Then you can continue paying everything by yeah. yourself, you know? Yeah. And I didn't think anything of it. And then I'm like, okay, you know what? I, and even like strangers, like if I go to, uh, um, you know, a store or something and they hold the door open for me. I used to not like that. I'm yeah. like, oh, I open door. Yeah. Now I'm like, I move out the way. I'm like, mm -hmm, go ahead, open the door for me. Uh, you know, you're so sweet. Yeah. So I'm like, thank you. You know, yeah. it, it, it's, it's, it's easier now. Yeah. Before I used to be like, thank you. You know, I just didn't like yeah. stuff like that. But I, I learned my, one of my love languages is acts of service. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, how am I going to sit here and be a strong black woman? And my 
Love like language. language yeah. My main language is acts of service. Exactly. So I need to release that strong black woman. And I feel like in all areas of my life, I needed to do that. Um, where, you know, with work, my mm-hmm. job, my mothering, my friendship, my, mm-hmm. you know, just me by myself. I just had to just let it go. Mm-hmm. And it, and it, I just feel so much more peace and more. And then I don't get like in my head. Like if I can't make something happen, I feel like, oh, damn, I'm a bum bitch because mm-hmm. I didn't make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, but I'm like, no, it's not everything is supposed to happen yeah. the way it's supposed to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Goodbye, strong black woman. Yes. Hello, mediocre Max. Yes. And may I please say that it's okay. Like mediocre, I think people hear that word and are just like, but there's nothing wrong with with that. No, you know what I noticed? Like, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, no, 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 go ahead. I feel like you're going to say what I'm going to say, but I want to say I don't know. I just feel like being black is not really mediocre. It's not. <laughs> like, that within itself is nowhere near mediocre. No, it's I think like... we have so many things that are, like, whether it's expectations, society expectations, or society's, I guess, standards or other things that are set against us. Yeah. And we are exceptional people. Yes. And we do a lot, and we are strong as hell. And there's nothing wrong with being strong, but also, like, being easy on yourself and being mediocre. I think that's yes. the thing. And yes. the mixture of that is a great like mix. Yes. And I, and 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 don't and don't really look at mediocre as like a ill yeah. kind of word. Mm-hmm. I think also if we just it's is asking for grace and patience. Be kind to yourself. Yes. And it's like I'm giving myself grace and I'm giving myself patience. Yeah. By being mediocre. Mm-hmm. And that's less expectations of myself. Mm-hmm. That I'm like, okay, when I go out here, when I get this job, I'm doing what the job description says. I'm not going above and I'm was, not going below. Stop reading your job descriptions <laughs> and choosing to go and write 10 more job descriptions yourself. Just follow the one page job description that they hired you for. Yes. It's okay. If they want you at eight o'clock, get there at seven fifty nine. Stop being there at six AM and expecting them to pay you. Yes. They not. And they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. And if, if and now it's like, you know, at six if I'm supposed to be there from eight to six, I'm leaving at two. Because guess what? Everybody else leaves at two. Act your salary and act your wage. Yeah. Right? I love that. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I'm not going to stay here because of what? To show them I'm that I'm not that kind of black person. Or I'm going to work 10 times harder. You're still getting paid like every other. Every other person. And everybody's just chilling, work, work. I just want to encourage our listeners to break up with yourself. Yeah. You know, and there's a part of you that you know you need to break up with. Yeah. Okay. Or there is somebody or... I'm gonna something. Let that fly, though. Something. <laughs> Somebody or something. Somebody or something. <laughs> okay. That you need to break up with and you know you have to. So if 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 this is your sign, let it be your sign. Yeah. It's still the beginning of the year. Set your set your set the tone for the rest of the year. Set the tone. And sometimes when you break up with parts of yourself, it helps you learn to break up with other people. Because mm-hmm. mentally I'll break up with you, even if it's a friendship or you know, relationship, but it's now I, I feel like now that I'm breaking up with parts of myself, I'm, I'm easy. It, then my next relationship, uh, it'll be easier to vocalize like, Hey, we are breaking up. Yeah. So 
Yeah. Listeners, do do it. This is your sign. Please do it. Break up with that someone or something. It's not easy. There's going to be a lot of tests. You're going to feel bad. You're going to feel like you need to crawl back because your decision is not right or it might hurt somebody else's feelings or it may not. But at the end of the day, like put yourself first because you can't really be there and love somebody else until you learn what you want and things that you love within yourself. So figure that out first before you try to chase other people and their needs and their wants. And in other words, if she comes back as Huey D, mind your business. Mind your business because it's within myself. That's it. Mind your business. I'm not not coming back as Huey D though. But like (laughs) hypothetically speaking. And if I want to be a strong black woman, again, I'm not. (laughs) Full throttle. I'm so of breaking up. Um, we're not actually breaking up. Uh, this next segment is basically called Flicks Picks. Ooh. And this is my introduction to Gen Z and Huey of movies that occurred around in the 90s. So basically, I give her homework and I give my daughter homework to go watch these black films. And sometimes I feel like, oh my God. Are they going to understand some of the stuff? Because, you know, there's going to have beepers and references and typewriters and stuff like that. And I'm like, am I going to have to explain what this is? Like a payphone? Am I going to have to explain it? But I don't think about that. I just mm-hmm. said, you know what? I want to know what they think of some of the movies that we watched growing up, being Gen X. And I just want to know what, you know, what your, your thoughts are. Yeah. We have discussions on it. So that's what we're going to bring them here. And you know, discuss it. Yeah. So the first uh, flicks picks that we're going to talk about is Menace to Society. And if you haven't watched it, why? But um, just to give you background on it, it was released on May 26, 1993. Whew, that year. Okay. And after growing up in the, oh, sorry. After growing up in the gang lifestyle of the Los Angeles Projects, 18-year-old Kane Lawson, played by Tyrin Turner, wants a way out everyone around him including his unpredictable friend o-dog played by lorenz tate is trapped in their lives of crime and violence with the help of his caring teacher charles played by charles dutton and supportive girlfriend played by jada pinkett kane plans to leave the city for good but in a series of tragic events events kane realizes that escape will not be easy so huey What did you think of the movie okay. Menace to Society? So the film itself, I liked it. I really did. Solid 8 out of 10. And now let me tell you why it's just an 8 out of 10. Okay. is because I feel like he was just in the process of transitioning from the life he's known to finally making a life, like a better life for himself. And he was going to leave. And he was with... I don't know, like, I forgot the name of the character for Jada Pinkett Smith, but with her, uh-huh. her child. Mm-hmm. If you didn't watch this, I'm sorry. Still watch it, but. <laughs> spoiler alert! Spoiler alert. Um, 20 years later, yeah, what? 30 years, almost 30 years later. Catch up, okay? Get it together. But um, he was just about to leave and kind of like get away from what he's been known and like mm-hmm. that life that's been kind of like going on around him and make a life for himself and, you know, basically like control his destiny, you can say. And the fact that as he's in the midst of literally, and when I say literally leaving that life, what happened to him happened, broke my heart. And 
it, like I legitimately was with Zar in her room and I was booing, crying because he was so close. Yeah. So close. And I understand, like, I get it. No, I don't. No, I don't get it. Because why Why couldn't he just leave? Uh, and then it's like the other characters that were also involved with what happened at the end. Should I just say what happened at the end? Yeah, because it's been 30 years. They had enough okay. time to go. <laughs> uh, okay, well, the fact that him and other people, like the other circle that he was with got shot up. And then what? The main, no disrespect, but the main person who made it out alive... <laughs> Was the main one that was out here causing a whole ruckus. The main reason why he had to leave. Yeah, was because of him. But he's the one that got out of there in one piece. It's and always then, like that. It's like drunk drivers. I how how did he get lucky? And then mind you, he got the what's his name Kane. Yeah, you know he's he gone. Mm-hmm. And then the other the other guy the the prophet guy the, the prophet uh, man yeah the, the prophet homie he's gone and he was he was a wholesome young. Man, telling him to leave this shit. He's been the main one in Kane's ear, like, bro, you gotta go. You better than this. And now look at them, both of them laid out in the yard on a t-shirt with wings. Ah. Oh. So, no, but the movie was really good, though. I did. I I liked, I liked what it portrayed, and I liked the message that, you know, like it gave. Mm-hmm. I just wish the ending was a bit different, but that's because I just don't like sad endings like that. That's the only thing. I wish that they got in the car, sped off, lived a happy life, got uh-huh. a little house with their little baby boy. In Atlanta. In Atlanta, uh-huh. and just lived it up. And I'm sure houses were very cheap around that time, but go ahead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Versus California, go ahead. California, we going through it. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so, no, the movie was pretty good, though. I'll never watch it again. Oh, okay. For that main reason. But the production was great. Okay, so was there anything in that movie that made you feel like... Oh, that like, like looking at the stuff that we did and the stuff that we used, like you saw pagers install, I don't, you know, I don't know how y'all did that. <laughs> so was there like, you told like, me. was there like a disconnect on some of the things that you saw on there? Like, okay, they're actually. What I realized is I would have loved to live in that time. Okay. Because now you know that in our, at least. In our time now, it's like everything is phone. It's like FaceTime, text messages, Instagram DMs, Twitter. Like people communicate through those different platforms. There wasn't a lot of like, you know, face-to-face interactions that happens as much as it was before. From what I saw, you guys didn't have any other options but to communicate (laughs) face-to-face. Seeing as though the only communication y'all had was a beep, 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 beep on your like waist. But I, I like that because I think that's what I don't like about our society now is just that people are so disconnected from each other sometimes and people are so wrapped up in celebrities and what they're doing or like which is not a bad thing because i'm so i've been so interested too like what's going on Mm -hmm. with the tea but y'all go like skating y'all meet up and like it's like a gang of y'all in a car and y'all just out and i don't know like everybody's just outside but it's like you guys are connected outside it's not like y'all you know just sitting in the car outside just on your phones yeah like it's kind of like i like the you know, everybody knew each other. It was kind of like that type of vibe. I don't know how to explain it. And then also when you page someone, you had to wait for them to call you back. That's if they even got the page or yeah. like that that sort of like the wait time is like, well, no, I'm doing something right now. I'll get to a phone whenever I get to a phone. Or if you did have a phone, it was just like. Question is, if you met a guy at a club, uh-huh. 
how how did that like he was like oh he's like you fine like I want your number like how does that work for you for you like what what did y'all do well you gave your your number and it was like okay mm-hmm. it it was like you gave your landline around ninety three I yeah you didn't have a a cell phone uh, um so yeah you gave a phone number and you gave him a code oh. Okay, or he gave you gave him a code and be like, "Hey, you see this number? My code was one hundred two because that was my birthday ten two. So sexy. yeah, so I was like, "Okay, one hundred two was my code." I was like, "Okay, bet." Or you know, he'll give you his number and he'll say, "Yeah, my my code is." If they give you a code, it's like, ooh. <laughs> I could never. If I was at the club right now and the guy was like, hey, yo, shoddy, 146. I'd be like, what? That's my code. Yeah, it's like, that's my code. It's like, ooh. You know, and, and you know what is funny? If the person didn't have a code and they pays you, you'll be looking at it like, okay, you don't know who it is. Decline. Yeah, it's like almost decline. Yeah, you're, you're not going to call it back because you may have to go use a pay phone to call them back. Mm-mm. But you don't want to do that. So, sometimes if you see a number and there's no code, then it's like, oh, well, I don't know who the hell this is. Dang. Yeah, so you don't call it. So, if you had a code, it was like, oh, I know. They know it's me. One, You see 102, that is that me. That is me. Yeah, and you yeah. ain't call me back. Oh but there was God. no, I never experienced not a, not a callback. Well, y'all, okay, but the question is, were y'all able to build a roster like we were? Because, like, when we have rosters, we got numbers. Like, you feel me? We have phone numbers, DMs. Oh, yeah, yeah, your phone. Yeah, and then on the pager, depending on your pager, it would show, like, a number, how many times this number has paged you. So it's almost like, yeah, number 146, he paid me. Look how many times he paid me. Yeah, it's like, sick. He really want me. Yeah, exactly. So it's just like... I like yeah. that. Yeah. So it's like you 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 want to give your page your number out to everybody. Yeah. I would I would travel back in time for like maybe three days. That's it. <laughs> After three days, bring me back. Yeah, I gave my page your number to everybody. It was yeah. like whatever. But I didn't yeah. call everybody back. But I just want to hear that beep 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 beep. Is that you just want to hear the beep 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 beep? That means you're you're lying. Yeah, you're it's lying. like Hi, it's huh? blowing up, and it's just like you look in and it's like okay, well okay. But then you don't want someone who had a phone and a pager and they see you out in public um, and then they see you looking at your page and declining and, right <laughs> and they see you're not trying to go like find a phone to go call Yo. them. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't think that happened to me, but I know it happened to other people. I'd be and, sick. And, if I was outside of somebody, you didn't see me calling you. I saw you see me see, calling you. Yeah, because you can't ignore it because it's like you, you either put on a vibrator or... Yeah, like, yeah. So, yeah. So, so that's yeah. one of the things that I was just like concerned. Like, are they going to understand there's a process when you page somebody? To, to, I think till this day, you've explained to me how pagers work. And yes. we've had conversations right now and outside of this where you've ex- I, I i understand you to a certain extent uh-huh. but i don't think i can ever wrap my head around <laughs> it until i've lived in it yeah you know because i get the pager but then i know you were talking about the house phones and how that works and stuff yeah. so i'm like i don't know how i feel about it like somebody calling me and my mama on the other room like listening to the call oh yeah my mom yeah called yeah she's she used to intercept some phone yeah. you know, phone calls and it was like, oh, you're not trying to call her. You're trying to call me. Ooh. Okay. She would tell us that. She was like, at this time of night? Oh, no. You're not. You're trying you to talk to me. Me. Not her. Okay. You're trying to cupcake with me. Yeah. So, so yeah. So, I'm glad that you enjoyed yeah. it. Um, we, we did have another. Um, I was very proud to, to hear 
the the actual movie playing in the background because I didn't actually give them that assignment. Mm-hmm. That that was um, that was something they did on their own. Mm-hmm. So I was I had a very proud bestie moment mm-hmm. when I heard that they were you know watching Men's Society because our first movie that we watched together was New Jack City. But we'll we'll bring oh, that yeah, up yeah. on another one. Yeah. But um, from my perspective, because um, you know you guys had thirty years to watch this um, movie. Come on. Um, I just feel like. The what I learned from it, watching it back then and watching it now, you have to break up with the game, or the game is going to break up with you. Yeah, mic drop. Yeah, cause yeah, that's what I learned too. <laughs> I I don't even know how else to say because they the game don't play. They will get you. It will get you. It will. It will get and you. You can't run from it. And and th- one thing I didn't like. Is that Jada was like all over Kane and was like letting him know, and he's like, Well, I don't know. That's see, I have a problem with that too. It's like, let him know, like, oh boy in the jail, yeah, yeah, no, like, you know, the old boys in the jail, and I'm feeling you. And dude, why dudes do that? Like, baby, like, well, I don't know, like, eh. You know you feeling her, yeah. It's it wasn't like, until towards the end of the movie that you wanted to, to step- get. Step up with her. And it's just like, yeah. that was another thing that I just, I did not like. And, and that's why, and I blame 90s movies and 90s song, R&B music for my warped mind of love. Okay. It just, it just really messed me up. And okay. that just lets me know that, you know, guys but. don't know what they want when they want it. And it's be, it sits right in front of you and you're like, well, I don't know if I want that. Oh, no, that I agree with because that's what happens a lot. Like, a man can really be feeling you and will sit here and act like he don't really see himself feeling you. But I will say the only disagreement, I think in his case, it was just because that was his homie. He was in jail and they do have a kid together. So it's like the kid is like a big violation. Ah, he had like a life sentence. He wasn't going nowhere. <laughs> he wasn't going anywhere. Like, come Consecutive on. Consecutive years. And he even <laughs> gave you his blessing and you still like, Ugh. Oh, yeah, he, I saw that. You know, you either need to break up with things or someone or something or they're going to break up with you. One thing I will say, and this is probably the last thing I have to say about it, okay, is when it comes to breakups, I think that like it hurts, it stings, whether it's friends, whether it's with yourself or a part of yourself, a past of yourself or whatever the case might be. But the a past or like a per, the past version of yourself that you're breaking up with has taught you and has got you to where you need to be to become a better version of yourself. And then if you're breaking up with somebody, as much as that might hurt, sometimes people are not always meant to be in your life forever. Sometimes like you either meet people as a lesson or you meet people because you're meant to experience them and kind of like learn from them, grow from them. And not in a negative light. Sometimes like I've met a lot of people that have genuinely like brought me happiness, but it's like our lives just went in different ways and sometimes Mm -hmm. like we outgrew each other what i was trying to pursue within myself or just in general and career life is not something that they are trying to do Mm -hmm. but it's like you go in your different routes respectfully it doesn't always have to be like a negative bitter type of situation sometimes it's like it's a lesson or a blessing whether that's within yourself or with somebody else but the more you think about it that way the more it's easier to not let the emotions like consume you yeah 
And just don't be like Cain and end up getting killed. And don't take a long... Yeah, basically don't take a long ass time <laughs> making that decision. Because then it's going to get you. Yeah, it's going to get you. It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna, you're going to get killed either way. Emotionally, spiritually, or physically. Do the breakup before they break up with you. <laughs> yes, please. Yeah. But other than that, that's all I have. That's on all this I topic. have too. Yeah. And that's it. Yeah. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening and sticking with us through this episode. Um, we are going to be back again um, in about a couple weeks. So please stay tuned. Listen to this. Listen to episode one. And this is the end of our podcast. And, of course, you can always reach us at www.sortakindabesties.com. You feel it? <laughs> Calm. Calm. <laughs> Yeah, and then as far as our Instagram, it's sorta kinda besties. I guess. Yeah. yeah. I'm not on Instagram. So Just either. type in sorta kinda besties in all platform and find us. It's gonna be a picture of both of us. Yeah. Yeah. Simple as that. I guess. Simple as that. Yeah. So in that in that case, thank you guys for listening and yes. we'll see you guys next time. Bye! Bye.